0: Hey, girlfriends, welcome to another episode of Girlfriends and Goals, where your hosts, Miosha and Samaria. This podcast is a space where we'll talk about friendships, life goals, a little bit of pop culture, and all things womanhood.
1: All right. So we'll start it off with our girlfriend check-in segment where we ask a question either from a conversation starter like card game or um, the one that we used last time was the burn after writing book. So we're going to do that again because we enjoyed it. So today's question is... The one thing I don't mind spending a lot of money on is Neosha. What don't <laughs> you mind spending a lot of money on?
0: Oh, that's a good question. The first thing that comes to my mind is I don't have just one thing, but if I had to choose just one, do I have to choose just, just
1: one? I think the question said the one thing. So, yes, <laughs> <laughs> it did not say whatever number of things you want.
0: To keep it fun, I'm going to take it from like a fashion or item perspective. So the one thing that I wouldn't mind spending a lot of money on is purses. I, I'd invest in a nice handbag and my main reasoning is I feel like handbag styles um, don't change very often unless you get you could get something really trendy, but yeah, a handbag, I feel like you could wear it for many years. If you invest in a really nice quality leather bag, um, it could easily last you 10 to 20 years. So yeah, I'd say a handbag over shoes or clothes or jewelry. Yeah.
1: Okay. I feel like you're going to hate my answer, but it's my answer. So I'm going to say it. Um, Why would you say
0: that? You never know.
1: Well, because you went a different route.
0: So. Well, I think that's good. We we're taking two different routes to keep it fun.
1: Okay. So mine would be experiences. Okay. Like, I don't think I can ever spend enough money on like an experience with someone who I care about. Uh, yeah. Cause those create wonderful memories that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you can never, I mean, I guess you could forget them, but <laughs> besides that, like you, you usually have those forever. And even if you don't have them, like you forget them, the other person doesn't. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I I think experiences mean just a lot to me. So that would be what I would spend a lot of money on. That includes travel trips, um, surprise parties for people who I care about any type of experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think I could spend enough money on that.
0: Yeah. I'd say I'd put that on the list too. So I have multiple things and travel and experiences would be on there. Yeah.
1: She's still trying to add more items to the list, even though I said one thing. And
0: and as I'm talking, I'm thinking of more, (laughs) but I do have those things that I wouldn't spend a lot of money on. So we could save that for another day.
1: I kind of want to hear what, what did you spend a lot of money on? (laughs) Mine would have been purses because I, I hate.
0: Oh, yeah. You're you not really a purse person. Yeah,
1: give me pockets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. So for me, surprisingly, even though I would consider myself to be a foodie, I don't like to spend a lot of money on food. Uh, no,
1: I feel you because these expensive restaurants don't give you much. Right. For, like, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, that. yeah, food. And then if I could pick another one. Mm-hmm. Mm, I would say certain experiences, like I, I pick and choose certain things. So travel, if it's like international, I'd be more open and be like, oh, it's a big trip. But if I'm going domestic, there are certain cities where I may not be running to go to just because I feel like, oh, maybe if I've done it once, unless I know someone there. But yeah, certain, certain types of travel, I maybe not want to spend as much on. So, okay. Yeah,
1: No, that makes sense. Uh, I can't think of anything uh, that I wouldn't spend a lot of money on because there's probably too long of a list because <laughs> I am high key cheap. So um, <laughs> pretty much everything but experiences I wouldn't spend much money on. Okay. Oh, so now that we're done with that, we're gonna hop into today's topic which is nice guys finish last. So when we were talking about what we would talk about next, um, this was the only topic that we had where Miosha and I were not 100% in agreement. Um, So we figured it would be interesting to just come and dissect, like, what is a nice guy? Do they exist? Do they finish last? And if they do, then why? So we're going to talk just through a few of those things in today's episode. So me, Yosha, first question that I have for you, since there was like low-key some controversy on <laughs> what we thought.
0: That's that's so funny that you say that because I honestly can't even remember.
1: I don't remember what was said, but I just remember yeah. it was like, mm, I think this. Well, I think that. But I don't I remember do remember, remember
0: that, about. but I don't remember what it was about. So yeah.
1: Okay, I guess we'll find
0: out. We'll find out. <laughs> It'll come up at some point. Just, I just be running my mouth, not really remembering what i say. So if we actually end up, if we're on the same page today, don't be surprised because I really can't remember, but this should be fun.
1: <laughs> okay. But I think like the first question that I would want to ask is, why is a nice guys finish last even a thing? Like, what does that phrase mean? And why is it around?
0: Yeah, so I guess I'll start with the why is it a thing? Okay. To me, I think it's a thing because there's this assumption that women only want to date bad guys or Mm. guys that keep it interesting. Um, Women may be less likely to give those guys who are seen as the nice guy a chance. But I'd say I feel like the majority of that is driven from pop slash media culture, I don't know that that's actually happening in real life, at least from my experiences.
1: Right. Like I, like, I can't think of anyone who I know who's like, Mm. I don't want the nice guy, but also that could be our limited circles. Right. So,
0: and it could be where we are in life, which, you know, we could kind of save that path maybe for later in the conversation, but yeah, I can't say either that. I know anyone who's just like, "Oh, keep those nice guys away from me. <laughs> Not over <here. laughs> Not over here. <laughs> What about you?
1: I think they do. Uh, I think it's a phrase that's around because sometimes nice guys do finish last. And I only say that because of this. So I asked a friend of mine, a male friend of mine, what he thought about this whole idea. And he was saying like he thinks yes and no so he said like if it's a quote-unquote good guy who's going after a girl who's like you know like a a city girl or something where it's like no I don't want the guy who's in tech (laughs) or or the guy who I don't know was the spelling bee chip and I don't know but like if it's that type of guy and he's going after um like the city girl type which Nothing against that. You know, I like city girls music. He thinks that that's, that's where the problem is. That's when they finish last is because that, you know, they're not going after a girl who would be interested in them. And so when that's, that girl turns him down, he's like, oh, well, I'm a nice guy. And she's after somebody else. She's after a rapper or something like that. And it's like, yeah, because that's what she wants, but that doesn't necessarily mean like every woman wants the rapper a lot of women want the guy who's in tech so um yeah that that was his perspective so i do think nice guys do sometimes finish last and that's possibly why they're going after people who just aren't interested in them and then making generalizations
0: or going after women who are out of their league
1: oh that's interesting because in what the, way? First thing,
0: the first thing when you, when you said city girls i mean they're entertainers right Right. you know they they're women of a certain status uh in different ways and so yeah you as a normal regular person working you know a corporate job a person who lives a very normal life in one city i right. could see how that could be conflicting going after someone who's a rapper always on the go their lifestyles are just completely different mm. so And then I, the the out of their league is, you know, most women, I think if they are a rapper from what we've seen, they will tend to go with, with someone who's also in entertainment. Yeah. So yeah. Out of their league, also just conflicting lifestyles.
1: Yeah. So, um, so that's, that's what I think. I think sometimes they do finish last, but then I also think, you know, it is just a generalization when someone doesn't get they thought like they should have gotten they're like oh well I'm really nice so I should have and it can almost be an entitlement thing like and I think people need to understand like just because you're nice to somebody that doesn't mean they have to like you right I I had this friend in high school who uh and he would do it I I don't know if he used to do it as a joke because I feel like he was never smiling but um you would ask him for something and he would say no and people would get so frustrated. And he's like, well, just because you asked me nicely, that doesn't mean I have to give this thing to you. And mm-hmm. he was very right. And I think that applies in this situation. Like just because, you know, you're you're treating you a certain way. Like I just might not be interested in you. Your interest might not be mine or anything that I would want in a partner. Uh, we might just not, in my opinion, be connecting that way. And so.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you be, just may not be compatible as, simple exactly.
1: as, that. as nice as you are, we're just not compatible. So I think it's something to consider. But yeah, I think that's why that's around. It's, it's a generalization when somebody doesn't get something that they want, um, that they feel like they're entitled to because of their niceness. Um, and then they go ahead and make those generalizations about women and nice guys finishing last.
0: Yeah. So, are, so I think you said that you do think that there are nice guys what makes a nice guy to you?
1: I think, (laughs) I think someone who is, uh, just like really patient and gentle. Uh, and so back to that whole entitlement thing, like maybe someone who's not entitled, let's just say that Mm -hmm. like, um, someone who doesn't think, Oh, just because I do this, like I'm entitled to a certain thing. Um, because I think that that happens quite often. So yeah, maybe just someone who's like patient and gentle and um, also like just a, adaptable. Because um, a nice guy to me might not be what a nice guy is to you. So if you're mm-hmm. a guy who's like, I don't know, out in the dating world and you're going to be talking to multiple women, just understand that we're not monolithic. There are certain things that I might want that the next girl would be like, absolutely not to. So- Yeah, I think those are things to consider when we're talking about the nice guy.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, for me, I'd say it's all of those things that you said as well, which I'm still trying to figure out where we disagreed. So, (laughs) but in in addition to those things, I'd say it's also someone who's responsible, accountable for their actions, loyal, respectful consistent Come
1: i'm going to say that I'm ma-
0: adjectives <laughs> i'm going to say that one more time consistency <laughs> trustworthy and i would say my own version of fun okay yeah yeah that's that's what would be a nice guy for me and yes it i think it is different for different women and i feel like now that i'm talking i feel like this was the part where we disagreed where I think we were talking about like what would classify as a nice guy to me versus you and we were talking just through different scenarios I think of maybe people we thought were weren't nice guys
1: Hmm, but but it's
0: interesting though when we gate when we're giving our list we're aligned
1: yeah so okay so you go ahead and talk more about what you thought because I still don't remember so if you remember please
0: yeah I think it was more just maybe it was the time frame of like when would you know or classify this person as a nice guy so I think we were aligned on the different adjectives in the way we were describing the people right but it was the timeline and then it was also I think I was given the perspective of other women and what they may see as a nice guy and I think it was specifically around you know what the person did for a living education okay yes this was
1: it because I would not (laughs) consider those things and even though I gave the tech example but I like just because you are a nice button-up like you work in an office or (laughs) well, it's it's 2021 after the pandemic. So you have work from home privileges. (laughs) Like that to me does not, I know what it was. We were saying, what's a nice guy on paper. And I was like, that doesn't exist. A nice guy on paper. Like, What is even a nice guy on paper?
0: Yeah. So what I was saying, not so much that I would consider them to be nice guys, but when I've had conversations with other women a lot of what they would lead with was, oh, well, he does this for a living. He has this level of education. He has this type of car. He lives in this type of neighborhood. And all the other adjectives that I described and you described Samaria were either lower on the list or they like maybe barely mentioned it. And so what I was saying is that men who present well from Though from maybe like a material or education standpoint they may be seen as a nice guy sooner or faster or given more of a chance by women versus a man who doesn't have those things I'm not saying that we you and I I'm just saying from what I've seen
1: Hmm, okay well I can't argue with with what you've seen but I guess we can definitely say no. That's not, that's not the case. Uh, and yeah. So, what time frame? Because you mentioned time frame. What time frame do you think we can know for sure this is a nice guy versus not a nice guy?
0: For me, if I'm dating you, it would be six months to a year, and it, it not not those that time frame hard and fast, but in general, six months to a year where I'd say, okay, I've had some time to see you maybe through different situations, different seasons, been around you and your friends, different scenarios for other people. Like if it were you or one of my other friends and you were like, Hey, I met this guy. And I'd say probably around the same time period, Obviously, I'm not the person dating them, and it just depends on when you told me about them. But I'm just the type of person where I'd lean on more time than not interacting with the person. Um, just to just to kind of let them get comfortable around you.
1: Okay. What types of things are you looking for in that time frame?
0: It would be just based off of regular things that we're experiencing so if you said hey girl I went on a date and this is what happened if you come back with a glowing review or maybe even if something just super minor happened um, I kind of build my judgment off of what you're telling me and then if it were me it would be based off of just what I'm experiencing at that okay. time if I see like oh he's he's been really consistent with Samaria. Okay. I I like that. I like, or if, versus if you're telling me like, oh, I only hear from him like every couple of weeks and (laughs) it's me hitting him up. I'd be like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) We'll take a pass. Yeah. Check please. (laughs) Yeah. Or, or even if it was something super crazy, like I thought he was single but turns out he hasn't a whole nother girlfriend sometimes it's it's that level of crazy (laughs) you have never experienced that in real life look you remember that story I told about my friend who cheated on my friend you know with the guy that my other friend used to mess with so look it happens
1: I think um with like the time frame thing you can I think you can kind of tell bad vibes immediately like intuition kicks in. Like I think about me now versus me and I don't know, like twenty at 21 or something like that. And I feel like intuition is always there, but the older you are, the more you start to like trust your intuition a bit, Uh, where it's like, maybe at a younger age, you're like, ah, that feels off, but I could also be making this judgment really fast. And then other times, you know, when you're when you're older, you're possibly like, no, something's off. And that's enough of a red flag for me. That's enough for mm-hmm. me to step away from this. So I think um, not that you can just spot a nice guy immediately, but I think you can easily spot a not nice guy uh, just by like the way they move initially sometimes. And then mm-hmm. I think as far as like timeframes, like the longer- the longer period would probably be you know, six months to a year just to, to give them time like you said to react to different situations and to show consistency because you know I think that's one trait that not a lot of people have um and this isn't this is outside of dating <laughs> but just like in general I think it's easy for people to like put a lot of effort into things in, initially like when they start but when there isn't an immediate payoff, then they start to like slack off a bit. Like mm-hmm. it takes, you know, a certain type of person to be like, it's not paying off right now, and that means I need to put more effort into it until it does start to. So I think consistency, um, yeah, is really important in these situations, and it's it's not always something that people have.
0: Yeah, and one thing that I've seen with a couple of my different girlfriends is you know, they may start talking or dating a guy, which I think we'd all say is, oh, he's a nice guy. Um, And then just over time, just the level of effort and consistency that they're putting into the relationship or even just consistency in their behavior, um, it either shifts or changes. And sometimes you just do need that time. And yeah, maybe you, you would have had that perception on day one or first couple of weeks, Yeah, but after dating them for a period of time, you know, once they've gotten comfortable, you're able to see certain things. So,
1: yeah. So I asked uh, another friend and I wanted to read you his response and just see like what your reaction to it will be. If you agree or disagree, if you want to add on to what he said, Oh,
0: okay.
1: I know I'm surprising you. (laughs) So, okay. So he says, I think where nice guys go wrong is believing they're nice guys. Uh, So he, (laughs) he says that he thinks that there are a lot of blind spots. There are genuinely good guys but sometimes subscribing to the nice guy label can be problematic. You start thinking you're above reproach because you're a quote unquote good guy. So maybe you open the car door and pay for dinner and write nice letters, but you know, you're know you not a good listener or you're arrogant, but you don't see it. And um, hmm. yeah, and he's saying like, that's because other people who've been around you, like say this particular friend who I asked, I grew up in church. And people would always be like, man, you're one of the good ones. Like, you're one of the good ones. So, <laughs> so like he, you know, grew up with this and other people too around him, like grew up with this. Oh, you know, I am one of the good ones. So again, it, it kind of brings up that whole entitlement thing. Uh, but, you know, you just have to be someone who he thinks um, just reflects on who you are as a person, just to make sure you're not. Um, falling into oh, I think I'm a nice guy, and so everybody mm. should bow down to me. Thoughts?
0: <laughs> I'd have to wholeheartedly agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yeah, he spoke a word. I don't even know if there's anything left to mm. say. <laughs> yeah, I I'd have to agree with that, and I've definitely ran into that at different points in my life where. Guys have said like, oh, I'm a nice guy, or I'm a I'm a good I'm a good one. Mm -hmm. And after being around them, seeing certain things, and I wouldn't be the person. I'm not going to tell you about yourself, but yeah, like you're you're maybe not as nice as you think you are, or um, at least you know your behavior is showing otherwise. But they definitely think like, oh, I'm a nice guy, and then I also think sometimes people use the extremes to compare themselves against. Oh, I know that's right. And it's like, yeah, okay, well, you may not be robbing people like, (laughs) like the extreme, right? Or you may not be just, you know, your behavior may not be just so deplorable. However, that doesn't equate to you being a nice guy.
1: Right. So yeah, you're not physically abusing somebody, but there's a lot that you're doing that is, you know, not necessarily assisting the mental state of the person who you are with.
0: Right. And I think that that also goes back to what I was saying, how, you know, women have different perception of different perceptions of what a nice guy is. And for some women, if he's not beating you, calling you out of your name, you know, just the, if he's not doing the most extreme things and he has some education, then he's a nice guy. I've definitely heard that.
1: Yes. And you know, when I've heard it the most, I think it could be like a generational thing. So I would say like the generation, uh, like maybe two generations before us, like our parents' generation, their idea of what's a good man (laughs) or what's a, nice guy would be completely different like we might look at that and be like this guy is horrible like what why do you think this is a good person so I think that it's you always want input from people who've like lived longer and been through experiences but I think relationships that might be one of the areas where you just have to be careful with that just because of a few things this idea of what is a a good man or a nice guy to them is completely different from ours, but also priorities were different. So, whereas they might've been like, oh, I am 19 years old, let me go and get a husband. We're not there right now. So I I always think you just have to take the good, you know, like out of the bad when someone from a different generation is providing their feedback
0: (laughs) on those Mm -hmm. things. Yeah, the first when you first bought this topic up, uh, the first thing I thought was you said, OK, do nice guys finish last? And I thought, well, are you even a nice guy hmm. that that and it, it kind of goes back to what he was saying? That that was the very first thing I, I thought, because I think if you genuinely are the nice guy or good guy, however you want to put it, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to say that you're not going to finish last. It just, me, it just may mean that that person just may not be for you or you may not be aligned or maybe they're not interested. I don't know if it's necessarily you finishing last.
1: Do you think nice guys tend to like toot their own horn a lot? Like you said, you've heard people say, oh, I, I'm a nice guy, I'm a good guy. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like it's one of those things where Oh, if you're really humble, you won't say you're humble. <laughs> like, How does this uh, play into that?
0: I've seen it both ways. I've seen what I would consider to be a nice guy, just live his life, do his thing. And just, I, I'd never hear them talk about how nice they are. And then I've heard it on the opposite side where it's like, okay, dude, we got it.
1: You, you're nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. I will say though, and this is just me. If I saw what was a nice guy and he was like tooting his own horn about how nice he he is,
1: mm-hmm.
0: for me, I wouldn't necessarily count it against him. Okay. That vibe and energy, I just don't think would be compatible with me. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay you may just need to be with that woman who is going to be, you know, behind you clapping when you're saying that <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> no, I, I see what you mean, because it's not like, I don't want it to, to seem like uh, I'm saying, oh, people who are really nice guys, like, I'm not saying you should downplay your uh, positive traits or anything like that. Like, you could very well be, but I think a lot of the people who are saying that are um doing it so that not just so that people can know oh hey i I actually am nice i think they're doing it to manipulate people into seeing them as what see them for what they're not really and again this isn't across the board uh you know there there are people who are just like nice and they might just be saying hey i'm a nice person but some
0: people um, yeah artists. I definitely could see that because it's like okay you're saying that but why not just show me right like why can't you just
1: because if you just be nice then I can see it for myself you know and, You don't and to... then I would come to you and be like wow like you're so right? nice <laughs> you yeah. don't have to say it <laughs> right but that's just these two people's perspectives yeah. like it's not you know uh, it's not like a hard, fast rule or anything like that. Um, you just got to put that out there.
0: The, on the manipulation piece, mm-hmm. they've already planted that seed in your head. Like once you hear something, especially if you hear it enough, that seed is planted. Mm-hmm. So say their behavior is the opposite of that. They, the seed has already been planted. Like, hey, I am the nice guy. They've already told you hmm. who they are, but then their behavior could potentially be the opposite. So now you're in this, tug of war of, but he says this and maybe he's doing certain things, but then there's all these other things that are speaking maybe against it. So yes, yeah, definitely someone could be some manipulation there.
1: Yeah. Especially like you said, over long periods of time. So like, okay, well he started out great and really was a nice guy, but it's been like eight months and I'm seeing a shift. You know, I had somebody say that to me, like the whole, I'm a nice guy thing. I, I till this day, think the person was genuinely a nice guy person but I think there was that entitlement thing I think because so many people saw this person as a nice person which again I I think he probably was um he expected a certain response and I just could not give that response (laughs) like I I couldn't muster up because it just wasn't completely clicking for me uh so yeah I I think there are people who are genuinely nice who say that but their approach can just make things go south
0: yeah and then you know they they could be different things for different people and and so you know he was presenting himself in one way to you But, you know, you don't know how he was presenting himself to other people that may, you know, would have considered him to be a nice guy and would have followed through to date him.
1: I don't know if you saw this, but a while back on Twitter, there was this guy who, uh, I guess, graduated, (laughs) graduated from law school. I'm laughing because Twitter is such a crazy place, man. But he had graduated from law school, took his nice pictures. And then he posted on the internet, um, oh, I've done X, Y, and Z in the last year. I have this car and this going for me. Women turned me down because they thought I was such and such. And now I'm a law school graduate. Now who's the prize? And he really thought he was dropping a mic. So of course, everybody in the Twitter comments was like, it's still not you. Like, you're still not the prize. (laughs) And you're showing us why you're not. But what made it even worse is that they found out that he had failed the bar.
0: Oh, yeah, I I do remember him.
1: So they dragged this this poor guy. I, I feel bad for him. I shouldn't, but I feel really bad for him. But they dragged him for like days on Twitter because it's like, what? Why?
0: And for him, I don't know, for me, when I saw that, it was just like, OK, so all along, not to say that you weren't the nice guy, but like dude just live your life get your degree and
1: someone will see you're the prize like it's okay (laughs) like (laughs) someone will see all those good qualities and you don't have to come and be like oh yeah well you know middle finger to you guys I'm the prize like you're you're missing the whole point because you're not because the prize wouldn't do that
0: (laughs) and I I remember I remember him because they drug him by his baby hairs all up on Twitter
1: (laughs) yeah they did (laughs) But yeah, just that, that sense of, okay, well, I have these things now. You should definitely, you know, want me or like be throwing yourselves at me or whatever. Um. So yeah, I thought that was interesting. He had to come up during this conversation.
0: Have you ever had any interactions with a guy who you thought was a nice guy and proved otherwise? I think just that one scenario
1: that I just said, Mm -hmm. um, I don't think this is an awful person. I just think the entitlement was strong there and Mm -hmm. that didn't really help at all. How about you?
0: Yeah, um, there was a situation where this lady introduced me to her brother and she was like, oh, he's a nice guy, he's a good guy. He has this going on, that going on. And long story short, just after hanging around him a couple of times, he was not a nice guy. And this just kind of goes back to how some people can present themselves differently to different people. Right. (laughs) And, you know, obviously with your family, I mean, we all may slightly present ourselves different, but in this situation, yeah, I don't, I think that if she wasn't his sister, and she interacted with him in (laughs) relationship type of way, I don't think she would have referred to him as a nice guy. Um, I never went back to her to give her any details of, hey, this is what I think. Yeah. But, um, you know, because I knew I'm like, well, it's his sister. And so, you know, she Even if I did tell her, hey, I don't think he's a nice guy, which I wouldn't even feel comfortable doing that. Right. (laughs) What would be the purpose? Right. I'm not trying to change your perspective of your brother. But um, yeah, I just stopped talking to him. And it was a situation where I feel like he presented well on paper. Mm -hmm. But in real life interactions, some of those adjectives I used early on, trustworthy, consistent, Mm -hmm. loyal, you know, just all those things, he, he didn't really seem to have those things down. So,
1: yeah. And that's the thing Like you could, he's probably a wonderful brother, but, and I'm sure all of our siblings have to like deal with this. Like, Hey, your, uh, your sister is wonderful as a sister. She might be trash as a friend or as some other, you know, in some other relationship. So yeah, it's, it's just something that we all might have to come across at some point like
0: yeah and you don't know what you don't know like yeah I I can remember um saying to my husband you know about some of his friends and hey would you be interested in maybe introducing them to one of our family members who are of the same age group and um yeah you know he would just be like you know Kind of like I know them as friends, but I don't know them as romantic partners. And I wouldn't want to like try to start pairing people up. Right. And then, you know, not that it would come back on me, but I don't necessarily know them in that way to start. Pairing them up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like,
1: oh yeah, you should talk to such and such. He's great. And then he's es- not.
0: Especially when it's family and then everyone's looking at you like, well you pass the number along. <laughs> right. Like, oh, you have a happy relationship. You don't want happiness for me. <laughs> you know? Right.
1: People get in their feelings about that.
0: So we talked about how sometimes we'll, people will present themselves, you know, in a different way, depending on the person in their life. What do you think about the media and pop culture's portrayal of the nice guy? Do you think that that's impacted kind of how we see who's nice versus who's not
1: yeah absolutely so I think the um nice guy is always like someone who's maybe nerdy or I don't know slightly uninteresting maybe a little bit thirsty I'm thinking about this movie called um I think Romeo and Michelle or something like that and um the the geek i guess and i don't say it that as a negative thing but uh he at their at their class reunion came back i guess 10 years however many years it was and now he's like this rich guy so she didn't give him the time of day in high school but now he still likes her and he shows up and he's rich and so you know he like flies her out of there i hope i'm remembering that movie right but i'm i'm Pretty sure I am, but I think that's how like the nice guy is portrayed. He's always someone who's not like who is portrayed as not as attractive um, to the masses, and so I think that definitely affects how people think about this whole idea of the nice guy, and um, it it really does seep into the actual culture. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think all those things as well. What I'd add is y- usually I feel like they're portraying people within a certain age group. So teens, early 20s, maybe mid 20s. Hmm. Um, I think that dynamic of nice guy versus not. I don't know that I've seen where it's like a person of a certain age, like in their 40s or 50s, where they're portraying them as like a nice guy versus not now granted I don't consume a whole lot of movies and tv shows so you know my basis is pretty low but from what I've seen I feel like like you mentioned the whole school setting yeah college (laughs) (laughs) um, I don't know that this is happening with when it's a people of a certain age
1: Yeah, but I think that, like, the fact that they're portraying it for for younger people, I think, is what makes it seep into the culture so much. For example, like, kids who are maybe five, six see Cinderella, and now all of a sudden they want a a Prince Charming, and you see girls who are, like, in their 20s still looking Mm -hmm. for, you know, oh, I want some type of Prince Charming, even if it's not, like, the one in Cinderella, uh, that exact prototype, something similar to that. So I think maybe the fact that these ideas are introduced when people are mm-hmm. younger shapes how we develop even more.
0: Oh, yeah. So.
1: You know what I thought about with this conversation? Uh, and this, of course, this comes up on Twitter, girl, because that's where all people's terrible, terrible thoughts go to flourish, not die. <laughs> but it'll be like black guys who I guess in high school um, liked anime or whatever type of stuff or Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh! I don't know what is out these days but that type of stuff and they they might come up come up and say oh well black women aren't checking for us um, when they should be <laughs> But like, I've seen stuff like this turn into, oh, well, this is why you're single and this is why you're that. And it's like, no, it's not why anybody's single. It's not why anybody's anything. People just weren't interested in you and you decided that it was because you were the nice guy or because you liked anime or because of whatever, you know, idiosyncrasy you had. And now you're just like, oh, that's what they get. (laughs)
0: and it's like come on you're you're using something from when you were children I would even say like the first two years of college you know 18 19 whatever your interests were back then and people turning you down in high school maybe the first couple years of college most people even when you're dating at that time it's rare that you even go on to marry and partner with that person for life. So do let it go.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> because we're
0: grown, grown now.
1: Yeah. It's, it could have been a variety of reasons. That's because you brought up college. That's one of the things I like about college. Is like you really do start to find, oh, there are more people like me. You know, like I am not an island. Like there are people right. whose interest
0: in that mine black women who love anime actually one of my good friends put me on so (laughs) yeah she would have me watching these anime movies yeah and this was in college and so it gives you the opportunity to be around more people to find people like you find your tribe find people who, who share interest so yeah there's go to an anime meetup I'm sure you'll find Plenty of women who are interested in the same thing.
1: Yeah. So uh, do you have any final thoughts, I guess, on this idea of nice guys finishing last or if nice guys
0: exist? I just say that, yes, nice guys do exist. If you are a nice guy, genuinely, and a woman turns you down, I wouldn't necessarily take it as you finishing last it just didn't work out with that specific person mm-hmm. because even as women, we may be interested in a guy where, and and you, I may consider myself to be a good woman or a good girl, and he may not be interested in me, but that doesn't mean that I'm finishing last. So I wouldn't take it to heart to make a hard fast judgment about yourself just because a person chooses not to continue to date you or partner with you long term. Right.
1: A hard fast judgment, whether good or bad. Like, don't be like, oh, well, I'm such a nice guy and she just doesn't want a nice guy. Or, you know, maybe there's something wrong with me and that's not what she wanted. I like that you brought up the idea of like a good woman slash good girl. I remember um, Tamara Mori. Uh, the sister sister twin <laughs> uh, but she would say like in college men were not checking for her <laughs> at all mm-hmm. and um, one of her guy friends said it's because you're like wifey material and you know people here aren't ready for that like they're, they, yeah. they just don't want it so that was an instance where being a good woman or a good girl kind of like worked against her because that's not what people wanted and well, that's not what some people at her college wanted, um, mm-hmm. at that time. So yeah, they weren't checking for her.
0: Yeah. And I would also say that what's nice is, is different to different people. And so you just have to find that, that person that you're going to align with.
1: Yeah. I think I would say, uh, just because mostly women listen to our podcast, but, um, trust, trust your intuition. Like if someone is known as the nice guy, but you just sense that something might not be, you know, right, you know, listen to yourself and just, just be mindful of that. I'm not saying, Oh, like never talk to that person again, but you know, just, be mindful of it give yourself credit for having intuition and maybe jot it down somewhere keep it in mind as you continue to interact with that person um if yeah. any men if any men are listening i think it, what my friend said about i think a lot of guys a lot of nice guys just think they're nice guys i think it's worthwhile to maybe do some like self reflection to see okay do I think I'm a nice guy because everybody has told me or am, you know, do I need some work? Do I go into situations and expect somebody to, you know, just be enamored with me because I think I'm a nice guy? Or if I like give a a, a centimeter of (laughs) of effort, now am I expecting a foot from this woman because I'm such a good guy, I'm the prize? and she needs to be interested in me like just maybe be mindful and think about those things if you've done that in the past like it's okay we're all growing and learning you know um yeah so i think that's that's just worth considering and then just based on what my other friend said be mindful of the type of people who you're going for they might just not be interested in you and there might not be a problem with you or them it's just not what they desire.
0: Yeah. Oh, I I did want to say something around being mindful of letting other people um, convince you uh, that a person is nice or not, because we're yeah. all living life through our own lens and experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's so true, especially when it comes to the on paper thing that you mentioned. Like if, you know you don't, you don't necessarily want a partner who works more hours of the day than they can spend with you. But other people are like, oh no, that's a good man. Like he's working hard. What? (laughs) That's a good man. Right. (laughs) You know, pe- people are so aggressive about a good man. I mean, dang, like this couple I watch, I mentioned them all the time, but Mrs. Kev on stage and Kev on stage, he's more like outwardly expressive. Oh, my wife is amazing. My wife is this, my mm-hmm. wife is that. And I think like at one point she said something like, if our marriage like went all downhill, I know that I could still get a job. I have marketable skills and I could still like, Provide you know whatever I need it for myself. And she says something to that effect. And people, men, were in the comments like, "Oh, she she doesn't appreciate the man that she got, and he's always over here talking about her, and here she is putting him down, and and this, that, and the other." People always try women on the internet. There's this girl who's a PhD student who um, whose husband is Kenyan, so they lived in Kenya in Kenya for a while. And they just moved back to the States because she got a postdoc opportunity. People, men, were in her comments like, oh, you can tell she doesn't respect her husband because look at how she's moving and um, you know not considering him and his career and his job. And it's like, do you think these people who are married to each other and see each other every day are not having these conversations? Like, You got the nerve to be a stranger on the internet who has never come across these people a day in your life and probably never will have the nerve to like give an opinion on something you know nothing about. So,
0: once again, using generalizations because what works for you will work for everyone else. Exactly. Apparently.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so, Ooh. yeah, just be mindful of other people and their unnecessary, a lot of times, um, commentary.
0: Well, on that note,
1: Right. (laughs) Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of the Girlfriends and Goals podcast. If you haven't subscribed already, please go ahead and do that now. And if you love what you heard, make sure to leave us a five-star review and check out our other episodes if you haven't already. Also, our time together doesn't have to end here. You've heard our thoughts on this topic and we'd love to hear yours. So make sure to follow us on Instagram at Girlfriends and Goals podcast where we'll continue this conversation throughout the next week. Until next time, bye. Bye.